Welcome, everybody, to Quick Snaps, the podcast. You may notice something's a little different. We're missing Mr. Kostaki Kotomopoulos. I'm Aaron Hodges. Uh, he will be joining us temporarily. We were having some technical difficulties on that end over there, but uh, he's trying to reboot the computer. We had to make a call, and we're like, ah, you just hosted it. I'll come on as a guest in a second. Um so hopefully he'll be joining us and we'll be able to do the remainder of the episode live here on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, wherever you're watching. Uh, but either way, we will find a way to record or something and post a podcast later. So I don't know. It could be a freaky thing. Uh, it's just technical difficulties. Anyway, so thanks for, uh, for joining us here. Uh, NFL, man. Lots of action. Lots of action going on. Kostaki's here. Is he here? Is it going to work? Yes, yes, I hear you. It works? It works. It's a Christmas miracle. Is it too late for that? <laughs> it's too late for a Christmas miracle? No, no, absolutely not. Awesome. Well, don't worry about it, man. I held it down. <laughs> I did worry about it. <laughs> you worry too much, but we're good, man. So you can hear me. Everything's good. I can hear you. Everything's good. The key thing is, can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. and You sound wonderful. That's great. This is a brand new mic that you sent me, and it's awesome. I'm just dumb, and I'm I'm learning stuff. And there was a glitch, and I think it wasn't user error for the record. But that's fine. What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you know anything about the NFL? Do you know anything about a little, not much about the future of the Falcons' head coaching job? Do you know anything about? Playoff matchups. Do you I know anything about Philadelphia? This is good hosting. See, this is good hosting to lead me to a thing. Did you do the football comedy talk? You did the whole intro? I did, I did the whole intro and explained to them why they weren't seeing your beautiful, handsome face. I love it. I love all of it. Good job, buddy. Thanks. Um, yeah, I'll take that segue. The Falcons interviewed Raheem Morris this week for the head coaching position, which... Would be a normal thing to do if he wasn't just the head coach for three months. <laughs> so what makes you qualify? I know. It's the weirdest. Well, I've been doing it for three weeks. Right. Were you happy with it? Right. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years? I don't know. Four years into a job somewhere else, probably. <laughs> <laughs> like his number one and last place resume is head coach of the Falcons. Like that's the best and worst thing on his resume. I guess he did a better job than the guy prior in terms of the feel of the team, right? I, don't, I couldn't tell you. You know, I don't I don't waste my time on the Falcons. I'm, I'm usually trying to um, root on some NFC East champions, but uh, we got robbed. Another, we got another robbed. good segue. And that's the more interesting subject anyway. Let's get right to that because you found yourself a lifelong Giants fan in the very weird position of – Winning the game against the Cowboys, which is one of your favorite things. That's a weird position, yeah. And then watching and rooting for the Eagles to win so that you can eke into the playoffs. And they probably would have won if they were trying to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It was frustrating, man. Uh, oh I, had no, I had no problem rooting for the Eagles. That's fine. But, I mean, after after <laughs> last night, I, I don't think I'll ever root for them ever again. So that, that I, was despicable. I retweeted something. For those of you who may have missed some of the details, the, the setup going into the Sunday night game is the last game of the regular season was if the Eagles win, the Giants are in the playoffs. If the if the formerly Redskins team beat the Eagles, then they would be in the playoffs. It was that simple, and uh, so the Eagles had nothing to play for. They couldn't get in or, or out, or and actually, their losing bumped them from uh, ninth pick in the draft to sixth. So they did have motivation to lose. <laughs> 
And they, first of all, Carson Wentz was declared inactive. He was just standing on the sideline in a ball cap, which is already weird. And then, of course, Jalen Hurts is lighting it up, and the game is great. And then they just pulled him out and put in the third string guy, Nate Sudfeld. Well, walk me through. Walk me through your your head at this point. My experience. Uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm just praying for a miracle because I mean, I mean, just looking at the guy, it looks like Nick Foles part two, and that's a good thing to some people, but not to me. Uh, he, he's terrible. I think the whole it's so it's so awful that. You know, on the cusp of the playoffs, the lead story is how the Philadelphia Eagles tanked on the final game of the regular season, and that's what we're talking about. I was that's I right. was angry. I was yelling at the TV screen and just very, very upset because I figured you know, I wanted to feel good about something. And the Giants <laughs> in the playoffs would have made my heart smile. But instead, we're watching the Sudfeld guy, and it's nothing's going to be done. That's the other, like nothing's going to happen. There, as long as there's plausible deniability, and there is, there always will be. You can't prove that someone's tanking, and it's just. But they were, and that's the thing that's so frustrating because number one, kick the field goal to get the tie game instead of going for it for four, on fourth down. Just get the get the tie. Yeah, uh, that's that's number one. That pissed me off maybe more than anything else that followed more after. More than Sudfeld. Yeah, because <laughs> it was. It, it's just a bad. It, that's Doug Peterson in a, in a nutshell. This guy got so lucky with this Super Bowl run. Like a, everything just made uh. sense. Everything worked out on every chance that they ever took that season. And they will never, ever get there again. No coach, no team ever coached by Doug Peterson is even going to sniff the fucking Super Bowl again. <laughs> I'm trying hard not to be pissed off, but the more I talk about it, I am. I know. This is actually fun for me. It's okay if I enjoy this, right? It's fine. It's fine. Carry on. This is good. It was just, it was, it was so frustrating. Number one, I didn't get too upset with the Eagles while I was watching it. I was mad at Doug Peterson. But it's also in the back of your head, if the Giants win one other game, none of this <laughs> is then, an issue, right? And then you look at the schedule, you're like, really? You lost to those guys? You lost yeah. to those guys? So, right. like, I, I don't feel bad for the Giants. The Giants should have won another game. The game was cheated. The, the game of football was cheated. And competitive uh, nature, even the, the players were confused. I think there's going to be, there already is, like, some fallout, like, Players don't respect that move. You know what you had. You, we have to no. see what Sudfeld has. Nah, I heard. I don't even know what it was. I think I heard that he was on the roster for at least three or four years. You know what he is. Yeah. It, bullshit. You're not trying to lose that game. That's right. Bullshit. And, and Hertz looked great, and it was you know it was a very competitive, fun game, and then they just pulled the plug on it. It's so sad. And that's the marquee game of the day. Like. You know, I'll give a tiny bit of blame to the NFL because they scheduled that game in that slot. They should have put one of the other compelling matchups in that space. A game where, well, I mean, Packers Bears or something that both teams really have to win. It was a relevant thing and a rivalry. There are probably four other choices that would be like, oh, that's the one you put in there. Yeah, you're probably right. There's more because the Eagles had, quote unquote, nothing to play for. Right, uh, and I guess they decided that they don't hate Washington as much as they hate New York. So like, all right, we're gonna <laughs> it's so let crazy. It's crazy. It's such a bad setup. And I, I even got more upset with it as I was getting ready to to come on the show here, and I, I see this clip of Joe Judge, uh, the Giants' head coach, talking about it, and it was a different perspective of how everyone was cheated. I'll play this this clip for you. I, I hadn't even thought about, about this, but there was just another reason to be upset. Obviously, players have asked me throughout the day, and, and I just can't express that. I think one thing to keep in mind with this season is we had a lot of people opt in to this season. Okay? Oh. We had a lot of people opt in. All right, coaches, players. That includes family members as well. All right, so... To look at a group of grown men who I asked to give me effort on a day-in, day-out basis and to empty the tank 
and then I can look them in the eye and assure them that I'm always going to do everything I can to put them at a competitive advantage and play them in a position of strength. To me, you don't ever want to disrespect those players and their effort and disrespect the game. Hmm. The sacrifices that they made to come into work every day and test before coming in, to sit in meetings spaced out, to wear masks, to have shields over those masks, to go through extensive protocols, to travel in unconventional ways, to get text messages at 6.30 in the morning telling practice is going to be canceled. We have to do a virtual day. Okay, to tell them, please don't have your family over for Thanksgiving. Please avoid Christmas gatherings. We know it's your wife's birthday. Let's make sure we put that one off to the offseason. There's a number of sacrifices that have been made by all the players and coaches in this league. There's a number of sacrifices that come along as well with the family members and the people connected to them. To disrespect the effort that everyone put forward to make this season a success for the National Football League, to disrespect the game by going mm. out there and not competing for 60 minutes and doing everything you can to help those players win, we will never do that as long as I'm the head coach of the New York Giants. I'm ready to run through a wall for that guy. <laughs> That's great. That was well said. That was a beautiful point. I yeah. like it. I, I hadn't thought about it, but uh, especially, you know, especially with these circumstances surrounding this season, to do something as lame as what Philadelphia did, it it is pretty disrespectful. So. I I agree. I agree. I totally agree. And it it just I mean ever all those points about the families and the and the sacrifice and the risk and the and also just like old school football fandom point of view. Like we want to see a real game where people are trying, you know, like what a crazy thing to have fans watch a nationally televised high profile prime time last game of the season and one of the teams just stopped trying <laughs> it's just like a crazy choice no sympathy from the Bengals fan eddie barry where's my violin he comments on <laughs> by the way if you're listening on the podcast and you haven't figured it out yet we are live 7 30 eastern time on mondays on facebook twitter and youtube join us um yeah, I somebody uh, I, I retweeted. I, I apologize for not knowing who it was, but check my Twitter feed if you're interested. They said uh, Doug Peterson did the impossible. He made 100% of Giants and Philadelphia fans hate him at exactly the same time. Nah, man. The Eagles fans loved that move. <laughs> because they hate Giants so much? Yeah. Are they the number one rival? For the, the rival for you guys is the Cowboys, though, right? More than Eagles? It's neck and neck, man. Okay, but the Washington's like distant third place. It's different for Philly. Yeah, yeah, yes. Washington is distant third place. Uh, it's different okay. for Philly, I think, because of proximity. You know. Yeah, it's kind of the sister big city, right? You're gonna run into Eagles fans in your everyday yeah, life. Right. <laughs> yeah, Cowboys Try to play some poker in Atlantic City, and you got these Eagles hats everywhere you look. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so. Yeah, it's neck and neck, tough to call uh, which one's hated more. But um, right now it's Philly by a landslide (laughs) right now. Uh, Some inquiries from Susan about what you're drinking tonight. Oh, that's it. Here we go. We got a, um, it's the New Belgium Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. Oh, that's some serious stuff. I love New Belgium. Yeah, right. They make one of my favorite beers of all time. It's uh I think it's a watermelon lime beer. Oh, what? So, so good. So good. That sounds like something Glenn Grizzard would say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, careful, man. He's got a uh drink named after him out there in the keys. Do you? No, I do not. Yeah, I didn't think so. He's their only customer, that's why. <laughs> They're not supposed to even be having customers. <laughs> he's out there. Can I get a? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, Susan's been uh, following along of my crazy beer uh, experimentation. If you guys haven't, uh, join me on uh, Facebook and Twitter. We're we're exploring exploring some of the beers, especially the high octane beers. My theory is working great, by the way. I invented it. No one thought of this until I came along <laughs> and decided that I could avoid peeing by drinking two and a half super strong beers 
instead of six beers. It's genius. It's changed my life. It's changed a lot of lives. I think you're <laughs> you're you're paving the way for a new way to think about beer. So last night I drank uh, two beers, one twelve ounce, like seven or eight percent alcohol, uh-huh. and one tall boy ten percent. And it was like bing and done, <laughs> and wrote a couple more jokes and went to bed. It was great. That's great, man. All right, back to football. Now, a zillion exciting things happened. Uh, We got all the playoff. uh, Everything's all laid out. We've got we've got the the super powered wild card weekend schedule is in place. We're having three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, all at the same time slots. I believe it's one hundred five, four forty, and eight fifteen both days. Yeah, you nailed it. That's pretty cool, right? Do you have the, actually the matchups? I do. You want to go through them, pick winners and it. losers? Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's start with the Colts at Bills. All right, it's Bills. It's Bills, yeah. We agree. We've been Bills talking. by 11. Probably. We've been solid, talking. solid win for the Bills. Yeah, easy. Rams versus Seahawks. <sighs> At Seahawks. It's at Seahawks, and Jared Goff has a broken thumb, and all of their running backs are a little gimpy. <laughs> I'm going Seahawks. It's Seahawks all the way. I think it was uh, our our guest, uh, not Joe Flacco, if you want to go back in the uh, archives of the show. I think it's in the show title. I'm uh, a fan. Six, seven, eight episodes ago, something like that. Um, he, he described... Um, Jared Goff as handsome Osweiler. <laughs> <laughs> he just put a meme up this week that that has that phrase in it. it. He went through all the all the quarterbacks the Giants could have beat to make it into the playoffs. Handsome Osweiler is one of them. Yeah, that's pretty good. So I'm <laughs> I'm going Seahawks all the way uh, for I sure. I think those are both pretty solid choices, right? I think every single game on Saturday is an easy choice because uh, the next one is going to be Bucks at Washington, and that's Bucks easy. How Tom Brady is it of him to get the NFC East champion in the first round? Yeah, that's, right? it's enough already playing the Jets and Dolphins and the terrible Bills for twenty years. Yeah, yeah, this fucking guy with his matchups. The one Super Bowl he went to, all he had to do was beat the Titans and Jaguars. While neither one was particularly amazing, I, it's it's astounding his schedule. Uh, yeah, I'm. Boy, I would love to see Chase Young just pound him into the ground and knock him out of sorts. And if if that Washington team gets like four significant lucky breaks, you know what I mean? Like yeah. some crazy touchdown return yeah. on a punt, and and then a pick six and. Some strip sacks. I mean, they need like they need a lot of help from the football gods, but they're scrappy enough. Their defense is good enough that they could be in it if they got a few breaks. Man, I was really looking forward to the Giants getting another crack at Brady in the playoffs. That would have been nice to see. <clears throat> yeah, but what you're saying is is true. If Washington gets a few crazy lucky breaks. With their defense is pretty is pretty damn good, so right. they have a shot. But I still think Bucks for sure win. Okay. Uh, so let's move on to Sunday. It gets a little bit more tricky, I think, here. Uh, Ravens at Titans. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, I don't, you'd hate to see either one of those teams get knocked out in the first round. They're so good, at, at least from a fan perspective. They they got all the pieces. They're fun to root for. I, I, I think the Titans are the more complete team right now, but, I mean, the Ravens have a good D, and, and if, you know... If their quarterback gets hot, that's a that's a that's a crazy good team. Yeah, they were down and out for a few weeks there, and then they really uh, finished the season strong. So they might be, you know, catching a groove at the right time. Uh, Hollywood Brown broke a record. I was like, he was he was dormant for like Did twelve he? weeks or some crazy thing. Like he, you barely heard know. that name this year. I know. In fantasy, he was a gigantic disappointment. Like, literally in week 10, if you just cut him from your team, it would be a perfectly good choice. And then the last few weeks, he just got touchdown, 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 touchdown. And some, like, 
beautiful highlight, you know, real plays. So, and his cousin got two touchdowns this week against the Falcons. He's pretty good. That guy's pretty good. He's the third best wide out on the Buccaneers. Can you believe Antonio Brown? And it's true. He's he's not one or two right now. They're going to need him now. No, he is now. Isn't Evans out? I think so. I think Evans is going to miss. I didn't hear what it was, but I saw it. Didn't look good. All I saw, yeah, when you see it, it's like non-contact. He can't move. He stopped trying to catch the ball. Like, yeah. oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the The report was that it's not terrible news. Okay. He's not probably going to play this week. Yeah. Well, I, I hope he's okay. I'd like to see Mike Evans in the playoffs and uh, doing he's well. Great. He he's cert- great. Certainly deserves it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that one's a toss up Ravens, Titans. But I think uh, the next one, pretty easy to call. We got the Wait, Bears. You can't, you can't escape with toss up. What are you, who are you picking? Oh, you're going to make me pick. Um, you wishy washy some bitch. <laughs> I'm going Ravens. Oh, okay. I'll pick Titans. That way we can. I Just wonder what the spread is. Can we? Can you pull that up quick or no? Uh, I could do that real Let's quick I'll, while I'll we talk. Fill, I'll fill in while we talk about the next one, which is okay. The Bears at Saints. So that's for sure Saints. Yeah, I think so. Maybe you get a crazy. You get the good Trubisky. He's, the, he's like the good cutler, the good grossman. It's a long tradition over there. The good Trubisky doesn't exist. The good Trubisky is really good. Come on. That's the reason he's cutler-esque. Nah. Nah? He's handsome cutler. <laughs> Cutler's plenty handsome. What do you want in the guy? What's what, Which game did you want the spread on? Ravens-Titans. I'll take all the spreads if you're looking at them, but uh, Ravens-Titans is what we need. I am looking at them. Uh, so we'll start from the beginning then. The Colts and Bills, the Bills are favored by seven. Okay. Let me guess the next two because I haven't looked. Okay. Rams at Seahawks? Six and a half. Seahawks, four and a half. Come on. The quarterback has a broken thumb. <laughs> is he really not going to play the Rams? Well, I'll have to see. He couldn't play this week. Okay. I mean, if it ain't broken, broken, it's kind of broken. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bucks at Washington. They have to go to Washington. <laughs> that yeah. squeezes down the – it's uh, it's uh, nine and a half. Close, eight and a half. All right. <clears throat> All right. And Ravens-Titans, did you guess that already? No, did you didn't say it right? I can't remember already. I'm going to say Titans uh, by two, favored by two, minus two. No, they are not favored. They're not favored. The Ravens are favored. It's not by much, though, right? Three and a half. That's pretty significant. I disagree. That game is a total toss-up with an edge to the Titans. That must be a misprint. That's interesting. That that is Vegas an interesting. Vegas has made a mistake. <laughs> I, I think that that line is going to move. That'll be a toss up before the game starts. Because the Titans got their asses handed to them in snowy Lambo. Is that what happened? I don't know. They lost credibility with the with the with the sharps. The sharps. Look at me knowing the lingo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were trying to say sharks. <laughs> I almost said sharks, but I was trying to say sharps. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bears, Saints. What's the <clears throat> line there? Saints by 10.5. Nine and a half. Yeah. And finally, Browns at Steelers. Congratulations to the Cleveland in. Browns, for Christ's sake. You're, I mean... We buried the lead on that. You're Feels right. so good for them. That's what that's what we should all be talking about. That's right. Not the stupid Eagles. Stupid Eagles. Yeah, the Browns. Good for them. It's Long great. suffering franchise finally gets in the playoffs. We got the weirdest year in the books, and we're moving on to 2021. And the very first week, the Cleveland Browns qualify for the playoffs. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> But they're playing and they, well. And uh, they might not have. They might have blown it. There were plenty of ways they could have blown it. 
They had to win. They had to beat the Steelers to get in. And they're saying that uh, somebody was saying earlier in the comments that the Steelers let the Browns win. Because they wanted them again? It was Jerry. Steelers let the Browns in. Huh. Because, I, follow, I want to follow the logic because that way they got to play them again instead of something scary like uh, Ravens or whatever. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the potential matchups were, uh, but it's, I think. The, go ahead. I was just going to agree. Don't, I think yeah, the Browns I are scary. They are scary. I wouldn't want no. to play the Browns if yeah. I'm the Steelers. What a great thing for two guys who kind of know football to be able to say with confidence: the Browns are scary. There's no, <laughs> there's no irony in that. No, I, I would not want to play them if I was the Steelers. I, I agree. I think it's great. It's a great I, story. I think they're very beatable. The Steelers are very beatable, and the Browns are talented enough to do it. Yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you said. But the next time the Steelers are going to try to win, and they have Roethlisberger. Right. So, I mean, I guess that's the argument, that they didn't play some of their starters. So Now, this spread is hard for me to figure out because I don't know. The Steelers were the maybe the most overrated 11-0 team in all time. But they did, they were, they did prove to be scary for most of the season, and then they completely fell apart for a month. And then they look pretty good again, and then they lost to the Browns without their quarterback. I don't know. I'm going to say it's it's in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh by three and a half. You're pretty good. It's at four and a half. I am pretty good at that game. I got close to all these. The only one that was really off was the, you know, where Vegas made a mistake, and they think. Uh, <laughs> Get that bet in now before that line moves, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Ravens are good. I mean, either one of those teams, I'd hate, it's sad to see them not continue in the playoffs. <clears throat> I would love to see an upset. I want to see the Saints lose. I want to see Tom Brady lose. I want, I want a big story next week. One of these teams is out. That's what I'm rooting for. <laughs> Speaking of betting and odds, I did see somebody on Twitter. They had a uh, some crazy parlay for the season. It was like he put $5 down, and if 10 things happen, he's going to win $46,000. What? And the one thing that he did not win was the Giants winning the division. Oh, God. Oh, it sucks. Aren't you glad you didn't put $10,000 on that or whatever? Believe me, that crossed my mind so many times yesterday. Can you imagine what... What jolt of energy would go through your body when you see Jalen Hurts go to the sideline and Nate Sudfeld is coming in? I might have been on suicide watch last night had I done that. Honestly, like I, I don't know how, what I would have done. <laughs> oh, that's uh, feel for that guy. So that's, yeah, <clears throat> that story's terrible. Doug Peterson said, "Send him a check." <laughs> He owes him for sure. <laughs> uh, I want the Washington team to be competitive in the playoffs, but they're they're not going to be, right? That's over. They don't deserve to be there. That's right. They don't. They would have lost to the Eagles if they tried. They would have. So, uh, no, I don't feel anything for Washington. Nothing. But but the stories, there's Ron Rivera beat cancer and turned his shitty team around and had the balls to cut sure. the guy who was – and then Alex, Alex Smith. Smith is, he had a few surgeries. Did you hear? <laughs> Did you hear? You're saying we've covered this? We've been there with the thing? Feel gr- great. Great. Feel great for the guy. Feel great. Derek. Wonderful. Ron Rivera, great. Great guy. Cutting Haskins. Screw, here for that. Screw your team. Screw your yep. team. I've never hated the division so much. <laughs> I'm a different man. I'm a different man, man. Well, think of it this way. You saved $10,000. That's, That's good. True. Yeah, I did. I did save $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's funny. Yeah, I, I love it. And the two teams waiting in the wings, the Packers and the Chiefs are great teams. I mean, the playoffs are going to be fun. I, I love I love playoff football. It's great. It's a pretty good setup to have football all day, mm-hmm. both days. So I'm a big fan of that for sure. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so we're going to see what happens, man. Something I wanted to do with you, if you want to play along. I love playing along. Is, um, you know, we got to look at some of the teams whose uh, seasons are over. And oh. I think there's going to be, you know, a little bit of core quarterback roulette Ring around the rosy, name of a stupid game where things shuffle around. Carousel, quarterback carousel. Oh, I do want to play this game. Okay, good. I know nothing again, so this makes it, it makes it fun. They're going to be moving around. I think there's going to be some new destinations for some quarterbacks. Um, and so I wanted to uh, kind of throw this around with you. I think that, you know, Carson Wentz is probably out of Philly, right? Almost definitely. I- that, that's why they pulled Jalen Hurts. They've already decided. They already know what they need to know, right? So they had to <clears> see what they had in their backup. You got to see it. Peterson actually had the balls today to say that he was coaching to win. Really? That bonehead who comes in and throws a pick, and a 40-yard pick on the first play, and then fumbles and was terrible the whole time? That was the guy? That's the guy you play when you're trying to win, when Jalen Hurts is standing there? And Carson Wentz is wearing a baseball cap because you made him inactive before you started the game? Oh, you're playing to win, so you threw the ball five yards down the field on the final play when you needed 80? Right, that's right. That's right. You were playing to win? That's right. That too. Well, you know, maybe he makes a move and... All he has to do is juke 10 more guys and he's in the end zone. Yeah, yeah, totally. We've seen that. (laughs) I forgot that. It's a good point. (laughs) So, final play. Yeah, we're done here. I'm thinking that, uh, and this this leads me to the very next quarterback and future destination. So, I'm saying that Carson Wentz's next destination is San Francisco. Mm. He will be a 49er. That's fun. They need a. I like that. I, th- I like that. I think that's a good match for the offense that they run. He could definitely. Uh, the skill set is good. I think if he can, you know, scramble around and bootleg and all that funky stuff that they do, that he can he can be very good there in that Kyle Shanahan offense. I love it. I think that's great. That's a great call. Why not? Who else needs a quarterback? Do we have a sort of a mental short list of those teams? Um, so I think Washington is going to need a quarterback next year and the Patriots are going to need a quarterback next year. And basically, um, Jimmy G is going to be a Patriot next year. What? He's going back. Yep. He's going to get rehabilitated. You saw Belichick on the sidelines throwing that phone, throwing his phone. He's been humbled. That was the best Patriots throw of the day. <laughs> and as my boy Prospector said, and just like the Patriots, he missed the receiver. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly did. So Jimmy G is a Patriot, and then Cam is going to Washington. What? To reunite with Ron Rivera. Oh, ah, this is great. I love these. I love these theories. Okay, good. They all make sense so far. So that's all I got. I'd like to see uh, Matt Stafford in another destination, but I feel like the Lions are committed to him. Mm, that might be a time to time to shuffle the deck kind of thing. What about Philip Rivers? Oh, if they moved him out, that would aggravate the stew out of people. <laughs> what about... Chicago, they got to do something different. They can't continue this charade with the two guys who are good some days, right? What do you? How, how do you fix that? John Riggs is asking the same question. I don't know. I think. Do you think um, Cam is a good fit in Chicago? Look at that timing. John and I were on exactly the same wavelength. Um. No, I mean I. Any hope for the Vikings getting a non-mediocre quarterback? No. The, no. <laughs> They're committed to Cousins, right? I think so. They paid him guaranteed money for three years. There's one more year. Susan will know. Susan, is there one more year? He did two of three. He's they got him at least one more. They paid him $85 million or something for three years up front. Um, no, you're stuck with them one more year. Mediocre's not bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> By definition, yeah. Yeah, you can do worse than mediocre. <laughs> yeah. 
the Falcons now have the number four pick in the draft. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Okay. There's there's some high profile quarterback kids at the top of the draft this year. Do you think they move on from Matt Ryan? I don't think so, but I think I think if they had the number two pick, it would be tempting. How about that? <clears throat> I mean, it's certainly time to think about what comes next. If I was running that ship, this wouldn't be my year for that. I would tear down everything else, keep Matt and Julio one more year because their contracts make them hard to move anyway. <clears throat> but if you could somehow get value for them, let's do it. Let's t- let's tear it all down. Let's do a Dolphins-esque, Browns-esque, tear down, rebuild, trade for all the picks you can get, move all the talent out of the building, get some good leadership in there, and start the whole damn thing over again. Let's do it. Do you think that... No disrespect to Matt or Julio, who are great players. You, you got to just evaluate them for, you know, what they are. Not, yeah, they're great. Not as they're humans, great. but as what they bring to the, t- to the table to a team. But um, but there's no time to build a good team around them while they're no, still great. No. So and, but are they, are they still great? I mean, it's... Do you think yeah, what you're, what you're saying, do you think that's a widely held belief by Falcons fans? Or do you think most people think that they still got it? They're a couple pieces I, away. This is my feeling as a broad generalization yeah. for Falcons fans. I'm in Georgia now. My brother's a season ticket holder. This is a, this is a guess. I think that most Falcons fans are like me and have said, Matt Ryan is not the problem. Julio Jones is one of the best receivers in the history of football. Let's fix all the other shit. But this year, Julio was hurt again, on and off the whole time. He's always hurt. And and Matt had several things where you were like, come on, man. So I think the fan base is now just fed up. And if you did something dramatic and radical with those guys and anybody else, nobody would bitch anymore like they would have a year ago. Julio's hurt more than Taylor Swift. That's right. See, we did a whole. We got, <laughs> we got to do. We got to do some jokes. Can we do some jokes? Yeah, I'm ready, baby. You know what I did? It was just kind of fun. Let me pull this up. I should have been more prepared, but I was having technical difficulties. Um, I did. You know the old uh, thing that I've done a couple times is the we had that Lambo game where everybody did. We we didn't do this yet, did we? So white. It's so white. Just did it last week. We just did it? We did this? Yeah. How dumb am I? Pretty dumb. At least I knew to ask. All right, let's do the other one. The other one that I enjoyed was the last time the Browns were in the playoffs, blank. Okay. Right? It's been a while. The last time the Browns were in the playoffs, Larry King was on his second wife. Yo. Bill Belichick was cheating with VHS cameras. Not to interrupt, but man. Is Larry King going to pull through with the COVID? I don't know. He's pretty old. Although my 86-year-old aunt got COVID a month or so ago, and she's fine. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. So I'm rooting for Larry. The last time Uh, the Browns were in the playoffs. uh, We were only on COVID, too. MTV had music. Johnny Menzel was sober, and Ricky Martin was straight. A cell phone was just the phone you used to call your lawyer from your cell. <laughs> the last time the Browns were in the playoffs, people were stealing AOL free hour discs out of their neighbor's mailboxes. Oh, boy. That's been a while, right? The guys at NFL Films are actually using film. <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks were on the charts. It's been a while. Hootie was still taking calls from the Blowfish. The other middle school kids were giving Dick Butkus a hard time about his name. The Cuyahoga River was on fire <laughs> the last time the Browns were in the playoffs. They were sponsored by Coleco, everybody. It's oh! been, when, when you went to the bar the last time the Browns were in the playoffs, you ordered a mead. The Dead Sea was just sick. <laughs> Johnny Baker had his first boat. Socrates was eyeballing the hemlock. 
And the last time the Browns were in the playoffs, Adam was eyeballing the apple. <laughs> oh, just a couple things on that. Uh, I hope Hootie is taking calls from the Blowfish. I, I hope that's that's not true, that he's big time in them now. I hope, like, in my mind's eye, that they'll always be a solid crew. <laughs> So a uh, hat tip to the all pro lines, folks. Uh, most of those lines were from those guys. Awesome. Get on there at all pro lines on all the social medias. Uh, you're, you're killing it, man. You're hitting milestones. Lots of yeah, people following. that's right. We hit a, we hit a thousand Twitter followers and 2000 Facebook followers this, this past week. And uh, it's fun. Whatever your favorite of the big three is, Come and join us, and we, we're doing all the things that we do on each of the big three, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Word. At all pro lines. And the other thing I wanted to follow up with you was uh, Johnny Manziel. Uh, there's oh, yeah, a story right. out there now that he's – you could probably explain it better than I can, but it's something to do with a fan-controlled league. I have three jokes on this. Let's do them, and that will help answer your questions. Okay. Johnny Manziel joining fan-controlled football. Uh, he can't even play self-controlled football. Am I right, everybody? He's He's been fired by owners, GMs, and coaches. Why not give the fans a chance? <laughs> it's it's seven-on-seven seven football, which is good news. That way he can only let down six guys at a time. Uh, yes, it's apparently a crazy new concept that starts next year and – the fans are already voting on like team names and logos and colors and they eventually vote on play selections and wow. It's an interesting idea. Of course they grabbed Johnny Menzel. Of course they did. And of course he said yes. Actually in the interview, he said he's looking forward to playing football in a situation that's not extremely steer serious. <laughs> Which there's a there's a commitment. Yeah, just just wait till somebody puts ten grand on Johnny Manziel to win, That's and then right. he decides he's gonna chug a beer. That's right. in the middle of a play. That's when That's it'll right. get serious. Oh my God, this is how it ends for Johnny Manziel. This is how I love it all that ends. He's still in the news, though. Come on, come keep coming back, buddy. This we loved it. we love to see you. Uh, that is a disaster waiting to happen. It's going to be a disaster, but that's kind of fun. I mean, at least they're embracing what it is. That's what we that's what we said for years about these other leagues. Like, if you're going to be the not the best players in the world league, be a fucking circus. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why not? <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of a reason. <laughs> Um, this beer was sent to me from uh, from my from my boy. I cannot see it. Is that drunken, crunchy hippie? Crunchy hippie. Look at that. Crunchy hippie. This one has way better branding than the other one he sent me. This one's uh, this is from Ohio. This is uh, Ron Schultz. Cheers to Ron Schultz. Cheers. He's my uh, he's my Photoshop guy. Ah, does he's a good my buddy. Job. I'm all pro lines Photoshop guy. I get some half baked idea and I call Ron Schultz and he puts it together. He's good. He's, he's very good. good. He's actually amazing. I I just need to write better gags for him. I need <laughs> got to work on the visual writing. True. Um, where were you when you found out that Matt Schaub was retiring? <laughs> I always remember that space shuttle, nine eleven. <laughs> JFK. <laughs> JFK. <laughs> Matt Schaub. Is that right? He's retired. Uh, yeah, yeah. That came out just, just before airtime here. I saw that. And uh I was right here yeah. then when I found out. He had uh so he had some good years as a as a taxi. Oh, yeah. For sure. He's, well, he wasn't always garbage, but it is kind of funny that like I you barely knew he was in the league, I guess, because Matt Ryan just always played for the most part. He's he's like Matt Sorgi. Yeah, or Jim. Jim or Jim. <laughs> or Jim. <laughs> Any of the Sorgi brothers. Yeah, they're they're all like that. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man. I only know his name from Madden. You would see him you would see him on the sideline. That was back in the era when I played Madden. I haven't played in probably 15 years. I mean, that's what birthed the fan control league for sure. I bet it did, actually, there's, that there's, there's no fan control league without Madden. 
That's right. It's the bridge. It's the gateway drug to fan-controlled football. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. We're, we're a bit punchy today. Yeah, we are a little. I, well, I was out of sorts because I was having technical difficulties. And I uh, took a nap that lasted too long. Can I say, can I tell the listeners what I said to you when uh, when I when I jumped on air with you before before we started? I don't remember. Look, Every time I see you, you look different. No one has more range in terms of look. One, one time you look like a like uh, the Muppet drummer with your crazy glasses and your beard and your hair. And then you got the nutty mustache where you look like a cop from, that's right, that's the Muppet drummer glasses. That's right. And then you did the crazy mustache for a while, and then you did bizarre short hair, and you've done long. And t- tonight, you've, there was a stretch there where you, you were doing the like the character. What was the character you were doing? <laughs> hey, it was a guy that you know. I just believe. I'm not saying that black lives don't matter. I'm just saying that all lives matter. And Mark Mavaro <laughs> is the greatest tight end in the history of the NFL. That's right. That doesn't work with those glasses, but that's the character. Yes, I need the hat. And uh, and now then tonight, I've never thought this about you before. You look a little bit like uh, there's a little soap opera star about you. It's a little like <laughs> midday television uh, heartthrob for the quirky girl. These all sound good. Yeah, like, I'm like I yeah, mean, I'm like yeah, I I'm, I'm like the stoner, the stoner bad boy that doesn't take life too seriously, and yeah, that's right. The corporate girl that uh, came home for the holidays is gonna fall in love with me because I that's balance right. out her seriousness. Oh, that's oh, <laughs> it's the turtleneck. <laughs> it's the turtleneck. That's what it is, and the hair. And the the hair, hair's. Hair. Gel or something, little extra something going on today. No, there's That's nothing. Nice. There's nothing in it. This no? is, I mean, it looks That's crazy. Nice. Looks crazy with the headphones there, but like, it the hair's doing weird things now, and uh, the, the <laughs> pandemic has done weird things to my mentality where I've just let go. I've let go. I hear you, brother. Me too. Goodness gracious! I don't what care. Weird. I keep thinking there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but this is a fucking long tunnel we're in. Bro. That light's very far away still. Here's my hope that. Uh, next football season, we could have fans in the stadium. And I'm thinking, like, that's why I stay home, selfishly, right? Other than the, you know, <laughs> desire to uh, have healthy people in general. I think if we could all just find a selfish reason to stay home, that's how we need to reach people. And I think we tried at the beginning of this season. We tried to reach out to people. Yeah. You got to get vaccinated, Jerry says. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, you got to stay home. Stay home so you can be go to a football game in the fall. I told you I wanted to go. My my aunt has had COVID, so she can't get vaccinated. Everyone else in her assisted living home, like 95% opt-ins, and she has to wait a month or whatever. And I was like, is there any way I could sneak over there and act like my aunt? <laughs> I could play old Greek lady for, you know, 10 minutes if I needed to. I could teach you something about changing your appearance. <laughs> yeah, you can. I can go to the uh, Aaron Hodges School of uh, Makeovers. Can you do uh, uh, elderly Greek aunt? Can we get that? I can do that. How much beer do you have over there? <laughs> We're going to keep you up for about two days. Okay, We're going to throw on some eyeshadow. Oh, good. And uh, probably just do something to make your neck look more wrinkled. And then... Ah. Uh, Kind of, I'm kind of getting there on my own. <laughs> you got the double chin? I got, I, I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I can lean back and I see I it. I get now. three chins if I'm really trying. I know? see it now. That's, that's why I keep a beard in general, just, just to hide <laughs> yeah, that, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, believe me, I'm on board. I want the vaccine immediately. I was kidding around today. I was like, uh, when did the f- frontline comedy workers get their <laughs> shot? I'm not talking about the writers. who are, I'm talking about the frontline comedy workers. They say laughter is the best medicine, but uh, vaccination right. is a close we second. Should, uh, I should apply for some sort of a loophole, some kind of a yeah. Patch Adams fucking loophole of some kind. There's got to yeah. be some kind of barter system, like laughs for vax, you know? Uh, I'm waiting. I want my vaccine. I can't believe we'd let 200 million of them go to Europe because we're stupid. 
Don't get me started. Yeah, it's better that we don't. <laughs> you're gonna lose more viewers. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna lose everybody. That's not a partisan complaint. That that could have that's that kind of mistake is all the parties are you know that's a tricky one for everybody to try to make these decisions. But I wish that one was different. How's that? Indeed. Um, all right. So. Super Bowl predictions before the playoff starts, and then we'll do do kudos and taps on the back, and we'll get out of here. But uh, okay. now um, that the playoffs are here, who's going? I mean, the obvious choice is to pick the two teams that get a bye, right? You, you have to think Chiefs. And the only real threat to the Chiefs, in my humble opinion, as we covered last week, is the Bills. Right. Uh, but Titans and Ravens, and there's some scary teams around. You, uh, Steelers get on a streak. Baker Mayfield wakes up feeling dangerous. He might. Every day for a month. Uh, I, I have to commit to Chiefs. And the other side, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm still dumb because I'm committing to my earlier. I just feel like the Seahawks are going to pull it all together. 12 wins. They're good. They're a good team. Yeah, um, but See, the defense is suspect at best. So Seahawks, Chiefs. I don't know. Packers are good, man. They are. Who else is good over there? Are you going to commit, Kostaki? I'm going to stick with Seahawks, Chiefs. I've been saying that for a while. Okay. I said it preseason. I actually have money on this. This actually, uh, well, I'll, I will root for that for you. Okay. What this you got? What this sucks. Got? It sucks for me because all the teams that I like are in the AFC. I know all the good teams are in the AFC this year. <laughs> they really are. Like it's not even close. Even um, the Texans were, you know, they were terrible and yet still like impossibly fun to watch. So I mean, it's tough. Like I really, really, if the Chiefs weren't who they are. I mean, I'd absolutely say the Bills are going to beat every team on here. And uh, I'm going to go with my heart instead of my mind. I'm going to go with the Bills. Okay. To make like the it. Super Bowl. Yeah. The second favorite would, would be the Browns. I would also root for the Browns big time. Okay. Um, the Chiefs are the best team in the league, but it doesn't mean that they'll, they'll definitely win every week. Um, so let's go with the Bills, and let's go with the Seahawks. I'll, I'll be with you on that. I'm rooting for the Seahawks all the way. Okay. I like it. Oh, you know, I got to spring one more little segment on you. I'll, we'll make it super fast. You ready? Which comes first? Giants Super Bowl win? <laughs> Cowboys Super Bowl win? Come on, that's a fun one. That's Giants. No, why'd you say that so fast? Because they're the best team in the NFC East. <laughs> no, honestly, I don't. I don't know. That's tough. I think both teams are going to be garbage for a long time. Uh, the Giants have promise, but I'm not sold on DJ being the guy. Um, I think you know we'll give him one more year, and if we don't see significant progress with him being healthy, then it's time to think about someone else. Um, Cowboys. I mean, Dak is assuming Dak comes back fully healthy. That's that's a game changer, for sure. They can be a decent team with a healthy Dak Pras- Prascott. <laughs> it's my, I'm sorry, I was thinking of my ascot, which I <laughs> which I always wear, since I am a soap opera, handsome, rich. Hippies. I will say the pandemic has made you funnier. I don't know how. I'm not sure why. I I think at the tail end of, of where we're at right now, I, I credit the mustache. The mustache makes me 50% more funny. It does. I firmly believe that. Can't, can't be right. It's so right, man. Look at all the great comedians with mustaches and look if we if we went back and Come on. Um, I have zero Jeff, so far. My Jeff head. Foxworthy. Okay, all right. All right. I'll give you that one. Let's start there. Jeff Foxworthy. Let's start there. Um, Joe, <laughs> Joe Perino. Joe Perino. Okay, all right. Great, I'm going to give you both of those. Great stash on that guy. And that, that, 
That's a rare, great stash. I'll give you that. I just think that if you go around and you ask people that are funny as a profession, <laughs> that when they made that choice to go with mustache, that it did something <laughs> for their psyche. People, Richard Pryor, Susan says, thank you. Uh, Richard that's, Pryor. That's probably keep Susan around. That's a good She's answer. She's good. She's good. Great but mustache. But Joe Prino was cute too. I thought that was a nice. He's got a great mustache. <laughs> we both forgot Richard Pryor. <laughs> I kind of want to like just start a series now of interviewing people about when they decided to go mustache and how they were received. I'm telling you. It never goes well, right? What? It never goes well, right? It's always a tough sell. I think it's a shock to the system at first, but once it settles in and it becomes like, that's a mustache guy now, and people accept you as mustache guy, they're not like, oh, this is a fad. But once you're mustache guy, the people that meet you for the first time automatically think that this guy, there's something about this guy with the mustache, right? At first look, when you see somebody with a mustache, you go, what's this guy's deal? So you're yeah, taking you're you're taking everything in a little bit differently. So I hmm. think you get you get uh, the mustache bounce for funny. Can't believe this. I'm I'm actually you're Chris Bowers. I me. knew you were going to say that. You 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 set up a preposterous premise and then you somehow defended it well. Well, I had given it some thought previously. Right. So, but um. Yeah, I, I'll take the compliment. Thank you. All if right. you think I'm funnier, do you want to? Uh, do you want to do a? You got a quick? Uh, which comes first? I do not, but I do have kudos and taps on the back. Okay, talk to me. Got to give it to my man Stefan Diggs. Oh, not flossing. only flossing on the <laughs> sideline, literally. Which, if you think about it, it's kind of unsafe. A lot of uh, splatter, a good saliva idea. going right. all over the place. Um, not. The wisest decision. Right. Um, Jeff Oske, Ron Milford says, yes, he has a great mustache as well. Oh, good point. <laughs> See, the hits keep coming. But he does it presumably to do a character called Septic Man or some shit. Oh, that was no. his explanation. No, no, no. <laughs> that, that's, that's an explanation. That's not the truth. Though. Uh, he loves it. Um Stefan Diggs, in addition to breaking the Bills record for receiving yards, he also led the league this year in receptions and receiving yards. What? I didn't know that. Got a kudos, taps <clears throat> on the back. Absolutely balled out this year. He was uh, ahead of Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill and yeah, everything? Yeah. Everybody? Well, Adams was out a few weeks. Otherwise, he probably, you know, probably oh, would have right. had it. Yep. So... That's what I got. All right. I like it. Um, I'm going uh, uh, quarterback in uh, Washington, which won the division quietly. Alex Smith keeping the crazy train together over there. I love this story. Did you see the trophy that his wife made out of the knee brace? I did, yeah. Come on. Pretty cool. cool. It's pretty cool. She made like a Vince Lombardi kind of-esque trophy out of the parts of the knee brace. I mean, that's... That family seems cool, and th- that story I love. So I think they'll be buried and done in the playoffs. But the team's going in the right direction. He helped him get there. He's like a little. He was a he was a bridge quarterback with a heartwarming story. What do you want? <laughs> it's not his fault. They pulled the better quarterback out of the game and let him win. No, no beef with Washington. I just don't. But will not be rooting for them. That's all. I have no beef. But they're playing Tom Brady. You're not rooting for Tom Brady to lose in some shocking, horrific thing. No, because I'll just be thinking that could be the Giants. Okay. All right. Well, that's what I'll be doing. In case you're wondering. That's fine. You have no loyalty or attachment I'm to the Giants. For Chase Young smashing Tom's smug fucking avocado eating face. I'm all for it. <laughs> All for it. <laughs> All right. What's left? Do we do everything? Hey, I got an announcement. I forgot this. What's up? In the beginning of the pandemic, I did a show on Nowhere Comedy Club. I was kind of in the first wave of comics that were doing this this comedy club that only exists in ethereal space. And uh, it was weird. And I'll always remember that as like, to me, like sort of a, 
the symbol of the pandemic as a comic, that weird show that we that I did on that thing. And uh, it's cool, man. It works. It's a Zoom comedy show. And it's not all of the magic of a comedy club. It, that cannot be replicated. There's something really magical about a room full of people laughing. But we can't do that right now. And so the closest thing we can get is these uh, these Zoom shows. And uh, Nowhere asked me to come back and do one. And I said yes. And it's Super Bowl week, February 4th. I'll be doing a totally different hour from the last one I did. I'm going to try to focus on true stories about me and stand-up. I'm going to do a wrap-up of the year that was in the NFL and some crowd work. And here's an interesting surprise. My wife is on the show. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was hitting a different button, but that works. The producer was so head scrambled, he didn't know what to do in that moment. What an exciting announcement. Krista Miola will be doing 10-ish minutes on that show. She's been working on stand-up quite a lot. More than me, in fact, the last few months. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's So February 4th, this is going down. Uh, Thursday night before the Super Bowl. How do people get tickets? Uh, you go to NowhereComedyClub.com, and I think they're 10 bucks if you're one of the first 30 people, 50 people or whatever. And it's for you and everyone. It's like it's like a ticket to a drive-in. It's for you and everyone in the house. It's 10 bucks. It's a bargain. You don't have to go anywhere. There's no babysitters. You can get as drunk as you want. There's no DUIs to be had. You stay home. You connect. You support live comedy, and you have a good time. It's great. Very nice. You know, I've been kind of uh, quietly mourning the fact that our Super Bowl week will be a little different this year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We finally weaseled you in and got you engaged in the whole process, and now nothing. Think how Tampa feels. They're so fucked. I, I mean, I you know. I got, this is the year they get the Super Bowl? Tampa's fucked anyway. They don't care. <laughs> They're down there doing whatever the hell they want. So uh, they honestly don't deserve the Super <laughs> Bowl. True. They are not following traditional no. COVID protocols no. as much in Florida. That's true. I mean, you want to talk about a missed opportunity because of the pandemic? Let's talk about the NBA finals because oh, yeah. that was Los Angeles and Miami. Right. Okay. So going yeah. back and forth between Los Angeles and Miami with that media and all the excitement around those teams and, and those locales, that would have been fun as hell. That's right. So, uh, no sympathy for Tampa. Get your shit <laughs> Get your shit together, Tampa. Just please don't let it be a home Super Bowl game, for the love of God. No. Enough with Tom Brady and his success. It's not going to happen. At least he has to go to Washington. I hope he shows up to the wrong stadium. <laughs> Oh, man. This is fun. It's good to talk to you, man. Yeah, you as well, man. I'm excited for the playoffs. And, uh, you know, I just want to say that, you know, this has been uh, this has been really good. Not that we're we're wrapping up. We're still going weekly for a while now. But now that the regular season's over, I didn't think we were going to get through it. Uh, but, like, being with you every Monday has definitely been a highlight of this uh, awful time. So, uh, uh, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> I've enjoyed I football more than I than I thought I would. And uh, Yeah, right. I mean, we, you know, I mean, we could certainly make the argument, and we both did, that maybe we shouldn't even have football this year. But we did, and it was a pleasure to watch and to connect. They didn't miss a single game. They delayed a few, and we had Tuesdays and Wednesday afternoons, and, Crazy. They somehow made it through the whole regular season. And, uh, yeah, as a fan and as a nerd and as a dude who's disconnected from work and some of my self-definition to at least have football has been really fun. So, I, yeah, a hat, hat tip to the NFL for somehow pulling it off so far. You did it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and thank you guys for watching and for listening and supporting. We really appreciate it. It was a weird year for everybody. And that's behind us. And we go into 2021 with a Cleveland Browns playoff team. And we'll see what happens from here. (laughs) Where's Jameis Winston end up? That's my last question for you. Oh, good question. Stay there and back up Taysom Hill. That would be ridiculous. It's interesting. It's an interesting call. So you're saying that Taysom's the starter. I like what I hear. 
Um, I can't imagine it, but it does seem like they're on that track. I think it's it seems that way. I think maybe they battle it out. I think you know they keep them both when Drew Brees retires and becomes a broadcaster. And it's Winston and Taysom, and they go, you know, they bring in Taysom on the four, and they let Winston throw picks from the 40, whatever. <laughs> It'll be more <laughs> traditional, but, like, maybe it's the same hybrid system, but they use Taysom Hill primarily and or, or more than they do now with Breeze, but Winston still gets snaps, or maybe even the majority of snaps. But they bring Taysom Hill in more often. It's kind of fun, actually. I think, I mean, I was, I don't root for the Saints, but that's kind of a fun setup as a fan, I guess, I think. Yeah. But I think, I think he stays there. They seem to uh, be happy with him and, uh, and vice versa. He's, he seems to enjoy being under Sean Payton. So I think he stays there. You think he goes? It seems a little Cam Newtony. Like who else is in that boat? Where there's, it seems like they're overqualified to be backups. Like I, I just feel like, I just feel like Winston's a starter in the NFL. He's not top fifteen, but he's, he's the next. He's in the next ten. I can't believe he would just sit there and be a backup. I'd love to see him in Philly. That's yeah. not going to happen. They got their quarterback right for at least next year. I guess. I mean, it's pretty small sample size, but he has looked great, yeah. relatively speaking. Yeah. I guess you have to you have to hang with Hurts at this point. I don't know. That's fun. That, okay, let's let's mull that over. We'll come back. That's a teaser. We'll have all the answers on Jameis Winston on the next episode. All of them. We'll have all of them. <laughs> well, I hope you get what you want in the playoffs. Uh, Go Bills. Normally, I would say unless you're a Cowboys or Patriots fan, but that's not it. You can't even. is hard. We all know that. One of the biggest challenges is to stop cussing in front of your kids. If you're a potty mouth parent like me, then it's time for you to learn Philip Rivers English. In this first edition, you'll learn how to replace a naughty word with something more palatable. For instance, instead of saying, God damn it! You can be like Philip and say something like, that dumbass! See? That's easy. Now, you stubbed your toe on the kitchen counter and it's a doozy. You may be tempted to yell, Holy fuck! Take it down a notch, like Philip would. Dolly! Now, your wife just took a smelly dump, and it aggravates the stew out of you. You may instinctively say, God damn, you fucking smell! You don't want your son repeating that. Try to say something more wholesome that still gets the point across. Unstinking believable! Learn Philip Rivers English today. Or just pick six easy payments of $17.99. Learn Philip Rivers English. First edition could be yours. Shipping and handling is free, but it might be intercepted. That's horse mess.